On this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we preview our NFC Championship game matchup. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Packers Pod. And with that, let's go pack. Third down and seven. Rodgers backs up. Adams, touchdown, Green Bay. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan. Joined, as always, by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my God, we made it! We made it! Energy championship! It. Oh my God! We're closing in! We're closing in! We're closing in! <laughs> so let's kick off this conversation here. Josh has been no stranger to announcing that Emmanuel Sanders is the biggest non-pickup for this year for the Packers. <laughs> so Dan actually had a good question: If the Packers would have gotten Emmanuel Sanders instead of the 49ers, what would the records have looked like? And is this game at Lambeau? I asked the question. Let's hear from you guys. Well, you know, I honestly, since we ended up 13 and three, I honestly don't think the records would have been any different. Um, he, he really didn't affect the 49ers, except in probably two, two or three games where he really showed up well. Uh, so maybe they had one less loss. But honestly, overall record, I don't think there's much difference now in this game. I think there's a big difference because we just only really have one outside threat. If we had Emmanuel Sanders, you could line him up in the slot. Um, and create more space for those tight ends uh, with him coming across uh, with his speed. Um, and it would, it would just help open up our offense a little bit more. Um, now, for the 49ers, I don't think he helps them as much as he would help us, though. Yeah, that was my kind of thought process. I think we get the number one seed, considering we were one game away from it. And if you look at Devante plus Emmanuel, it's very, very different from Kittle, Debo, and Emmanuel. So I think it's a slight adjustment. Maybe we're still at 13 and three, and it's just that one San Francisco loss that gets it put up to the one. But I don't think it changes as dramatically as I I thought it would when I first started thinking about the question. Yeah, I don't disagree. I do ask everyone to ask yourself, though, look in the mirror and think about this. How much happier would you be if we had given up our third and fourth round picks and we got a fifth rounder back and we had Emmanuel Sanders, Alan Lazard, Devontae Adams. And then we were just rotating in Geronimo Allison, MVS, Jake Kumaro, whoever oh, we're, whoever oh, we're asking to perform out of that position. It, would, it sounds a lot better, right? And I agree. I bet this game is at home. Maybe not because the Packers win an additional game, but maybe the Seahawks six inch uh, difference in that game where they lost in week 17 uh emmanuel sanders had a decent game there maybe they don't win that game so yeah um i would bet this game is at home it's funny how you know something that happened three four months ago is playing out to maybe have a huge effect here so we look back on it and uh we'll never know but we better shut them down this week i'm still mad about it though uh we know (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know how much we're gonna dive into that that week 12 matchup against the San Francisco 49ers, 37 to 8. It was an absolute disaster. It was definitely our worst start of the season. Uh, it's just, it, 
was ugly, embarrassing, and horrible. So what we're going to do this week is instead of talking about our offense and then talking about our defense, we're actually going to kind of do it more cut and dry in terms of the Packers will win if or the Packers will lose if. So we're going to start with the latter because we got to start low, end high. The Packers will lose if. Yeah, I think the number one thing, if the 49ers shut down Devontae Adams, um, you, you saw in last last week's game versus Seahawks how important he is right now. Um, if him and Rodgers are not connecting, uh, really there is no passing game uh, because Adams really takes all the pressure off of the other wide receivers and allows them to be in single coverage, um, which some of those wide receivers can handle. Uh, even the tight ends were getting open a lot easier because people were playing off um, more to try to help out with Adams deeper. Um, so, it, I mean, if if they shut down Adams, I, I don't see there's any way of us winning this game. I say we lose if Devontae starts the game with the lightest of shoulder bumps against anyone on the 49ers sideline. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> if we avoid that, we probably beat him. You know, um, no, you know, that whole drive to kick off the uh, week 12 matchup, was it in the regular season? A shoulder bump followed by a sack and a fumble that gave him the ball to two to just really turn the entire momentum and, and feeling of that game. Um, it, I say it in a joking sense, but what I really mean to say is that we have to play our A game. So the Packers lose if they don't give it an A or A plus game. If Aaron hangs onto the ball for too long, the pass rush is going to get home. If our secondary uh, let's Garoppolo just complete it like a 70% clip. I, again, I'll reiterate, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that great of a quarterback, but uh, we're going to have to play some sticky man-to-man coverage because we need to, to devote guys to this run game. Uh, Ryan, you're going to talk about it. We better be able to cover a tight end. If Kittle gets another 60-yard touchdown, we probably lose this game. Um, there's a lot of ways we can lose it. I think we need to be pretty close to perfect to win it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kittle's a beast, and we've shown time after time that against tight ends, we struggle. I think uh, running the ball, we've controlled it better and better each week. Uh, Kittle, Debo's just a stud. There's, They have weapons. There's no doubt about it. So it's a matter of can that secondary step up. But I think the biggest reason why we're talking about a San Francisco win is if we cannot protect Aaron Rodgers. So if you look at our three worst offensive games, which I would I would say was the first week against Chicago, against the LA Chargers, and against the San Francisco 49ers, in those three games alone, we gave up 13 sacks, which is over a third of our sacks in the total season in just three weeks. Also, another thing to remember, we had a beautiful Alex Light performance the last time he played San Francisco, going against Bosa. Mm. When Aaron Rodgers has time, and he clicks into playoff Aaron Rodgers, he can make things happen. And I'm trusting more and more of Jimmy Graham, and I'm trusting more and more of Lazard, and Devontae Adams is always on another stratosphere. But this O-line, if they do not hold up against a a fairly healthy 49ers defensive front, I am worried. Yeah, you know, over looking over the game score – uh, or the game summary from our first game, we said we wouldn't talk too much about it, but it's something you got to go off here at this point, right? 
you know, I was pretty concerned about the defense, but uh, to Ryan's point, I think that pass rush is the single most important thing uh, from our offensive line standpoint. Because if you look at the game summary, they get that two-yard touchdown run that we gifted them to start the game. But then they had four more scores in the first half. It was 23 to nothing, though. Three of those four, we had held them to a field goal, although two were chip shots. Uh, Josh's favorite thing in the world, red zone defense, which he thinks is like the most miraculous stat we've ever created. Uh, we were keeping them to field goals. So, you know, the we opened up a little bit in the second half, giving up a 60-yard touchdown bomb. But that whole game had a bad vibe after the, the first fumble. I guess my point being maybe this defense plays strong in the red zone again. Maybe, you know, they have to rely on Garoppolo to make some tough throws in the red zone. And I don't think he's good enough to make those. Um, the defense might be the better unit out of the two. Uh, that that pass rush, though, has got to hold up. And quite frankly, let's get into how the Packers could win because I have a pretty simplistic way that they win this game. And I will say, just to dig into those stats a little bit, a little bit more, for the 49ers that game, five sacks, 12 tackles for loss, 10 QB hits for 104 yards for Mr. Aaron Rodgers. So... He was feeling the pressure all game long, and we saw it in L.A., and we saw it in the first game of Chicago. He gets into this zone where he's not thinking about checkdowns. He's just chucking it to the sidelines, and this game will go downhill fast if that happens. And it doesn't help at all. I mean, there was about 70 yards between Williams and Jones that if we can't set up the pass, to set up the run, to set up the pass, it's going to be a very, very long game. But... Let's talk about happier times. How are the Let's Green Bay Packers going to win this one? <laughs> you know what I want from Aaron Rodgers? I want him sitting in a padded room all week watching a replay of the first round of the 2005 NFL draft. I want him the most vindictive that he's ever been. And we all know there may be no more vindictive NFL player than Aaron Rodgers. I just want him coming out just on fire and this is the kind of guy that could light it up being like you didn't pick me in 2005 and he'd have some post-game statement that refers to the 2005 draft somehow we win if Aaron Rodgers puts this team on his back and it'll look like you know Devante has 12 catches for 140 yards Aaron Jones has five receptions for 60 yards but it's Aaron Rodgers taking apart this very good defense he's got to hit checkdowns on time because he's not going to get deep shots against these guys. Like we said about the defense, they got to make the play that's there. It, if they can strip the ball, they got to go get it. They're going to get a chance at an interception. They need to catch it this week. They, they have to play solid, but I trust them more than I trust the offense. We win if Aaron Rodgers is vindictive and has been watching the first round of the 2005 draft on a loop all week. No, nobody agrees with me. <laughs> No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in revenge games more often than not is successful. I need angry Aaron and then I need a lot of winking Aaron because when he starts winking, that usually means he's doing things that are godly. So please give me that Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I I totally agree. And you guys brought up Kittle uh, a little earlier, uh, but it, it was pretty interesting what Kittle did or didn't do, I should say, against Minnesota. Um, they were using him more of a distraction. It was really uh, him him cutting across uh, in motion, um, bringing the middle linebacker with him to open up the middle for whoever else was filling that spot. 
Um, it, it was a way different game plan than they have done uh, in past weeks. So it'll be interesting if they continue that trend or not. Um, but I think what comes down to our win is the run game on both sides, us stopping it and us having one. Um, I think this is going to be a very close game, a very defensive game. Um, I, I think it'll be very similar uh, to last week. Um, but yeah, I, I think it all comes down to the run game on both sides. Hey guys, I got a, I got a joke for you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Smith. Smith who? It don't matter if it's Preston or <laughs> Smith, Smith and Clark, whether it's running or getting after Garoppolo, they need to continue this streak. And I will call it right now. Garoppolo is going to throw three absolutely atrocious passes. And it is up to the secondary of whether they're going to let it go through their hands, bounce off their chest or drop or if they are going to take advantage. They have a possibility for three interceptions this game if they want it. And I I think that we're going to get the pass rush. If we can contain, to some degree, Russell Wilson and take him down play after play, Garoppolo is about three steps under him in terms of running. Uh, I don't think he's as good of a thrower. So they are going to be able to make plays on defense. It's a matter of if they can finish the sack if they can finish the interception and if they can get off the field on third downs like they did last week. That's a great point. Uh, our, our previous time we played them, the defense didn't come up with any big plays um, and they allowed two big plays, you, you know, uh, through the air, Jimmy G had 253 yards and 103 of those came on two plays. Um, so, I mean, if we just don't give up the big plays um, and execute when there's time to execute and get the turnover, I mean, th- there's no reason why we can't be in this game. Let's remind everyone super fast, though, on the pass rush, it's got to be a direct, straightforward rushing scheme. And what I mean is those those stunts that take a while to develop just are not going to work against the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo had the second fastest release time, I believe it was. I did not go back and look at the stat, but insert joke here. Garoppolo's release time is fast. He gets rid of the ball super quick. So if you're not creating a rush with three, four guys with a pretty direct uh, pass rush, then you're going to have to send pressure. And that scares me of what it could open up for George Kittle. But I digress. We're not going to have a chance to do the old like Zadarius loops around two D tackles and hits the other guard off balance, right? We're going to have to get to him fast. But I totally agree with your stance, Ryan. If we have the same pass rush we had against the Seahawks with a guy like Russell Wilson who can evade sacks and we're still putting hits on him and he's a better passer. We need to get in Garoppolo's face because he'll throw a couple balls up, and then we just got to go go make a play. Ooh, you're getting me pumped up. Oh, gosh. One last thing. Our special teams in that game, obviously we didn't go for a field goal or an extra point, but J.K. had a not-so-great 36-yard average, and right. uh, Mr. Smith with uh, a punt return total of negative three yards. That would so, be better. That will be better. I feel I feel confident. That it was be just because we were driving the ball a little bit. He didn't have to punt it. As you know, you always have a chance in this game where the 49ers come in a little too confident because they kicked our ass. They won by 30 points. They had a press conference this week where the NFC Championship trophy was in the room. And one of the guys asked if the other player like wanted to touch it. And he's like, no, not till we not till we win it. And the guy walking up for his press conference was like, oh, we'll have it next week. Like, don't worry about it. 
And the Packers on the flip side of that are super focused. They're paying attention to every detail. They know they can't get embarrassed again. They're looking at everything that went wrong against the 49ers and any game since to come out and make a statement. I'm hoping you have this opportunity to catch the 49ers off guard. Now, that opportunity is not going to last for 60 minutes. you got to punch them in the mouth and make it count. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was exactly right. You cannot uh, poke the bear. You need to – I can easily see this being a situation of jumping out 14 nothing. Foot goes off the gas for for a second, and we never are back in the game. Uh, so to recap, it goes badly – if we just get pressured like crazy and Kittle goes off, it goes well if our defense shows up and Mr. Rogers turns into playoff Rogers. So it is now to that point we all love who's coming out on top, what's the score, and who is your MVP? All right, boys. Well, actually, I'm, actually, you guys go first. You guys go first. Fine. <laughs> Fine, but I'm going to call it like I see it. Um, So these games come down to three or four plays. Everyone knows that. That's not news to anyone. Uh, I'm afraid, like Richard Sherman in our preview podcast for this game originally, I said it had lost a step with old age. Uh, I think I was wrong. You know, looking back at it, he's still a pretty good lockdown corner. If they have the ability to lock down Devontae, even if it's with, you know, shading a safety that way for a little extra help, We've shown we just don't have a second guy that they need to double for sure. Um, but, you know, can Lazard put up 120 yards if Devontae shut down? I don't know. The defense has shown an amazing pass rush, but not this game-changing turnover ability where, like, hey, instead of catching an interception in the end zone to save them from scoring a touchdown, let's catch an interception on the 40 and return it for a touchdown. Like, that's the kind of stuff we're going to have to have to win this game and sneak out a close game. Um, so you guys tell me who the MVP would be. I guess it would have to be Aaron Rodgers because I said he's got to be vindictive as possible. But I just see this game with too many things stacked against us. If it was in Lambeau, maybe I could predict like a two-point win. Uh, but the 49ers are a damn good team. So my score prediction is 49ers 31, Packers. I originally had it 17, but because I just talked myself into it, I'm putting Packers 24. We lose by seven. Cover the spread. I have flipped back and forth so many times thinking about this. Uh, Obviously, I think the confidence level was there against Seattle. I just felt like we were going to become in locked and loaded. And really, when you think about it, we had to go into Minnesota and prove people wrong. And we played amazing. We had to show up at Lambeau, prove people wrong. We played amazing. It's the road aspect that crushes my dreams in this one i think anything could happen besides a packer blowout uh i think more often than not it's going to be close we we played as horrible a game as we possibly could have played in terms of Devonte at 43 yards aaron Rodgers at 104 uh you know offensive line struggling us not getting pressure on garoppolo everything went wrong and it shows in a 37 to 8 game so it's definitely going to be closer but i agree with dan we're close The defense is getting there. The offense is probably one or two ticks away from being a Super Bowl uh, quality uh, team. As much as I love to say, and especially on the anniversary uh, the NFL is going through, to have a Packers-Chiefs Super Bowl 
would be so amazing. But I think it's going to be San Francisco pulling off the 23-16 to 16 win. All right. Dang. Um, bring us well, up, Gibbs. I'm, Let's I'm do bringing it. Us up, bringing us up here. Let's get going. I see it going the other way. I have the Packers winning. Um, I definitely think uh, my MVP, I'm going to bring him in in the conversation. Jimmy G comes up huge in this game. I think he they use him Wait, over the what? middle. I, oh, I think, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham. Oh, Jimmy no. Jimmy oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Jimmy Graham. But, yeah, I, I think he has over 100 yards in this game and gets a touchdown. I think he helps open it up for Devontae um, and, and the running game. Um, so I have them winning uh, 27 to 23 with coming up with a big red zone stop to win the game. I'd be so excited. Oh, my God. I think my apartment building would kick me out for celebrating too much. I will say <laughs> that the tight ends, Lazard, even Allison, for that matter, better get ready to catch anything that comes their way because we need mm-hmm. at least valve. And we haven't really talked about it this podcast if they want to dominate with catches, they can this game. This is the game to get the yards you can get and keep it moving forward and keep our defense off the field. So I, I agree. Yeah. If you win, it probably has to be one of those guys. Who, who do you guys have winning the AFC game? What do you guys think going on over there? <sighs> it's hard for the Chiefs just so we yeah. can laugh at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's the Chiefs. I think they had one of the biggest wake-up calls in NFL history last week. It's so hard to go against Derrick Henry. I don't I don't remember anybody being this dominant this many weeks in a row against this big of opponents for the sake of of me being in Florida and being technically in driving distance. A Green Bay, Tennessee game might get me in the ticket range that I don't have to sell a kidney. So, but <laughs> I, I Nashville think, doesn't care enough about yeah, me. <laughs> I think, uh, but in the end, I think it's going to be a, a, an actually a superb Super Bowl between 49ers and the Chiefs. But go back. But go back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said Chiefs. I, Titans are a beast, but how do you say Mahomes isn't going to score like – Say the Titans can limit the Chiefs to six drives. I think Mahomes is know that the, Mahomes knows the Titans are going to run the ball a lot, so he knows he needs to be efficient. If you tell Mahomes he's got to score on five out of six drives, I don't put it past him. Yeah, I agree. I think Titans' luck is up. I think the Chiefs come out big on they're this. They're both one. they're both great teams. I mean, it, we're one of the top four teams in the NFL, and that's been proven. No one can argue that anymore. As, as ugly as the wins have been, we are a top four team. We have a chance at the Super Bowl, a very real, a very legitimate chance. You can't get the Packers any more focused, and you can't possibly get the 49ers any more on their heels because they're the favorite. They think they can beat the snot out of us. Let's go get it. I will say, if there is a round in the playoffs, it is the conference championships that tend to be the ugliest. Whether it's bad calls by the ref, poor, poor, it's always this. I don't know if it's the nerves. I don't know if it's looking ahead. It's all. This is the round where it would be ugliest. Which, ooh, come on, baby. But that will do it for this episode. We are either going to be ecstatic or we are going to be sobbing. But we were hoping for the former. But until then, thanks, everybody. Go Pack Go.